Okay, are we recording? Testing one, two, one, two, three, four, three, four, five, six, six, seven, eight, nine. Good morning to some, good night to others. This is your boy Mastermind, aka Ambition the Mastermind, aka Smileito, aka the Smilester. You are now tuned into Smileito's way. Courtesy of Broken Hip Hop Baltimore, featuring us niggas that can't rap and them thoughts that we fucking Baltimore stand up. So I'm going uh, to go ahead and get my shots out, my sponsors and all that out the way. Shots out to Last Chance Clothing Company. Shots out to Hybrid Hospitality, Fan of Hard Foods. Um, my artist of the week is J1, Half a Baby. EP just dropped last week and when I say it's a breath of fresh air man young kid 21 straight out of Baltimore City doing this thing man like you got 15 minutes because it's not a long project it's 15 minutes out of your day out of 24 hours uh, go on YouTube type in J-Wan, J-A-Y-W-A-N dash topic make sure you hit subscribe so you can subscribe to his videos and check out that half a baby ep well um your boy is officially back man i'm officially back it's been over a year since um i last published a podcast hasn't been a year since i last recorded one but since the last time i published a podcast it's been about a year so um well, a little more than a year it's been um 13 months to the day to be honest and um I was going to do this as a test run but I'm going to go ahead and end up publishing this anyway you know um just to you know get my feet wet again get my you know my voice back out there you know promotion 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 um soon within the next 30 days or so we're going to have the uh the visual to go along with this uh, with the audio for these podcasts for Smileto's way um, the last podcast I did was April the 1st, 2019. This was right after Nipsey Hussle was murdered. And it was so much going on um, at the time. And I caught a lot of backlash behind that because of my um, opinions as far as how, you know, people reacted. And it wasn't a thing about people couldn't mourn or grieve for him. But all these conspiracy theories and now... You know, everyone started speaking on Dr. Sebi and, you know, whatever else. Everybody knows what happened, yada, yada. We're not even going to go into that. I'm just saying this to say that, you know, um, that's the last podcast that I did. Here we are. It's now officially May the 2nd, 2020. It's 4.57 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And unless you've been under a rock, we are amidst the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, a.k.a. the coronavirus. Now, I'm not going to delve too deeply into this particular subject on this episode, but I will speak on it right now and possibly, you know, throughout, you know, the course of this particular episode, I may speak on it. But down the line, we'll have an episode that's dedicated solely to the subject of the coronavirus. But um, with Mr. Coronavirus, um, there's social distancing. Everyone has to wear masks. Um, you know, you have essential workers who aren't getting hazard pay and some people who work in hospitals such as myself, um, are, you know, subject to, 
you know, maybe directly, maybe like third party come in contact with someone, you know, who came in contact with someone who has symptoms or who has contracted the coronavirus. Now I work in the kitchen. I'm a chef. I'm an overnight cook at a Mercy Hospital in Baltimore, Maryland. I normally don't name drop my job because uh, I just don't, but I don't mind, whatever. So um, I don't, you know, go to the floors where these COVID patients are. There are two floors, but I see some of the workers, you know, who work those floors overnight and they got to work 12 hour shifts and no relief. You know, it's just them. And you can imagine how many people decided, you know, take time off, you know, due to what's going on and people could call out or some days they just may be short staffed. There may be a super influx of uh, patients, you know, as opposed to the day prior or whatever. You know, you have to take all these things into account. But um, I cook the food for those two floors because now due to the pandemic, we have to go to those floors and you know, take them their food and they place orders and, you know, I make it in the kitchen, whatever, whatever. And it's rough because, you know, you got people who have children, grandchildren, spouses, whatever, and they work under these conditions. And as far as the, uh, the protective equipment, I mean, that shit, you might as well just be in there, no mask on or anything. The mask that, you know, we were given, I can't say, I don't think I'm pretty sure they weren't the N95 mask. It was just like regular mask. And at first it was like, you know, you get one a week and then it's like, well, you got to keep this until it's soiled or, or ripped and you got to bring it back. I ended up hollering at my cousin to make me a mask. Shouts out to Aisha Jawar and Aisha Jawar Design Studios. You know, um, anything you need, prom dresses, masks, wedding dresses, whatever. Even though none of that stuff's going on right now, holla at your girl, Aisha Jawar. Look up on Facebook and Instagram. Aisha Jawaja Design Studio. Excuse me. Got a little tongue tied. But um, this, this is my thing because it's been about two months and you have certain cities and states that are trying to open back up right now. And let me say this first and foremost. Um, when all this stuff first surfaced and came about, um, I was a skeptic then. I'm a skeptic now. I believe that it's a smokescreen for something not greater to come, but something possibly more devastating to come. Um, the state that we're in now, as far as covering our faces and six feet of personal space, we may live under these conditions for the next six months to a year, per se, some of the doctors that I've heard speak on the subject of COVID-19. And who knows like what's going to happen in six months or a year from now, but more importantly, let's fast forward an entire 10 years. That's a decade. Let's fast forward to 2030. It's, um, you got to think about the long-term effects of these things. And this is something that's not new, but it's new to really surface, you know, on the, um, can't think of the word, but it's, 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 you know, new to be like this prevalent and like, you know, so far spread because it's not, you know, something that's just affecting one city or one state or one country. This is worldwide. And since this has happened, they report these deaths. Now, here's my take on that. Everybody that has died lately has pretty much died from coronavirus. And what I mean when I say that is 
there are people who've gone to the ER and gone to, you know, the shock trauma and the hospitals, you know, with gunshot wounds, maybe one in the head, two, three to the chest, and they pass away and they just say, hey, they died from the coronavirus. Now, I don't know this to be true for sure, but working in a hospital and also knowing people who work in other hospitals, you know, I've heard, um, I've heard people's, you know, take on it. I'm not going to say, you know, what's true and what's not because I really don't know. Hasn't been proven, but, you know, that's just how I feel about that. You know, everybody's died from the coronavirus and that's possibly why the numbers are so high. But what they don't speak on is how many people test negatively for the coronavirus. You know, it's like basically for every person who contracts the coronavirus, you have three more people who test negative. They don't have it. But um, what sells? You know, if you, you look at the news, the media, every news outlet, with the exception of like Court TV, the one uh, they just, you know, uh, they the new Court TV that's on regular network TV. Um, every Everything is, you know, about the coronavirus and the pandemic and this and that and wash your hands and use hand sanitizer six feet of six feet of separation i don't know man i mean just because you clean toilets don't mean you know shit but um it's crazy man because i never thought i'd see a time like this and it's so i mean even though it's like not new but it seems that it's starting to affect the food supply particularly with the uh meats and the proteins that we eat in the form of meats because you have people in these meat factories whom are testing positive for the coronavirus and possibly passing it on. I mean, I don't know how you can pass it on to, you know, dead animals, but, you know, then again, whatever, because I'm pretty sure the animals are alive at first, you know, some, you know, but it as, as much as they've mass produced food over the past 20 25 even 30 years they really started mass producing food why do you think they started feeding corn to the cows cows are animals that eat grass corn is a starch it bulks you up along with steroids and everything else that they've done but that's neither here nor there but um now all of a sudden there's a shortage not to mention they're cloning food so why don't you just clone a million chickens and then figure out a way to have those hens and roosters reproduce you know, you've been cloning shit forever. Um, when I say you and I'm speaking on they, I think everybody knows who I'm. I don't, I don't need to say it. You know, use your imagination. But it's crazy, man. Um, homeschooling. Um, Shouts out to all the teachers out there, all the educators, the uh, teachers, aides, the school bus drivers, the secretaries, administrative assistants, principals, vice principals, administrators, fundraisers, president of the freaking PTA I salute you all I tip my hat to you because it's not easy and I've always said that um, I wanted to start my own school and I wanted the curriculum to be very very different than what the you know curriculum is in most education centers nowadays I wanted to teach you know the basic education well not want it want to but also you know things like home economics and how to change a tire balancing a checkbook, um, things of that sort, financial literacy, teaching 
kids how to fish and how to pitch tents and start fires and you know things that you can carry you know carry on for life also how to play chess like chess would pretty much be a requirement um shouts out to my girl jolie for um homeschooling her son and a few other students tip my hat to you i salute you you know um that's a big step it, it takes a lot and it doesn't take a lot of money but it takes a lot of time energy and effort you have to be patient because you have someone's educational life in your hands if you're going to do homeschooling or you know start your own school and due to the current state of the world you know every all the kids being homeschooled and i mean the college students too like parents are seeing firsthand what you know teachers have to deal with and i mean people know their children you know if your kid bad or not like you know if your child is bad and most children aren't bad they may be mischievous or whatever but most kids aren't bad but you know your kids and just imagine that times 30 30 different personalities because the schools are overcrowded you know especially public schools private schools are a little different but um we won't get into that right now um is I, I all i can say is i salute you teachers you know and i haven't you know been home trying to be teacher and what's this and what's this you know my son is 12 about to be 13 it's the only child i have left in school he knows what he needs to do you know, I mean, he's had his papers, his little packets, the things that we couldn't do. I'm like, you know what? Forget that. He now has his laptop. All his lessons are on there automatically. You know, he does them daily. I said, you ain't got to do six to eight hours. I'm like, give me three to four hours and not even three to four straight hours. You know, do an hour, take a break, do an hour, take a break, do an hour and so forth and so forth. You know, and the rest of the day, the world is his oyster. Actually, Clam, he's the pearl. But um. Sorry to keep saying, but I'm, I'm, you know, trying to, like I said, get my feet wet back into this podcast thing, man. You know, for those of you who are listening, still listening, you know, like this, share this, promote this. Word of mouth is the best way for things to get around. You know, um, ah, this pandemic, man, Ooh, got my mouth dry. Let me take a sip of this good water. And I'm actually going to take a quick break be about a five minute break for me about a five to ten second break for you you are tuned in with smileito aka the smilester on smileito's way courtesy of broken hip-hop baltimore be right back okay i'm back i'm back i'm back like i never left you're tuned in with Smileito, a.k.a. The Smilester, Mastermind, a.k.a. Ambition, the Mastermind, Mastermind. <laughs> Yo, Broken Hip Hop Baltimore, stand up. Y'all know what it is, man. Ball head, teeth missing, and the boys still shitting. I'm the cat with the garbage bag full of clothes, and I'm still pulling. Whoa, let me not say that. My mama might be listening. Shouts out to my mom and my pops, man. You know I mean, my, <laughs> what can I say? You know what's understood, don't need to be explained. Um, big shots out to Hybrid Hospitality, Faint of Heart Foods, my man T Green. You know, I'm co-chairman of Hybrid Hospitality, along with myself, the Smilester. Um, we're an upstart catering company based in Baltimore, Maryland, specializing in any and everything that you can imagine. If you can think it, we can bring it to life. 
Um, our staple meal is chicken and waffles. Right now, we currently have four different flavor waffles. We have the plain, we have the blueberry, we have the fruity pebbles, and we have the cinnamon toast crunch waffles. With the uh, chicken served with fries, nice little platter. You know, uh, within the next few weeks, we'll be back up and running, serving the dinners, on, the lunch and dinner meals on the weekends. But um, we also do private catering. Um, anything as small as one to three people, up to 75 to 125 people, up to 200 people, possibly more. You know, uh, the sky's the limit. And the only limit actually is your imagination. You know, so um, keep that in mind for all of your catering needs, food service needs, hybrid hospitality, faint of heart foods. Also, we have hybrid cleaning services. You know, I'm taking care of all your asepsis needs, maintaining, you know, uh, lawn care because we also do lawn care. But uh, we scrub walls. We wash dishes. We change light bulbs. We change locks. You know, um, anything that you need done, hybrid cleaning services at your service. So, uh, like I said, May 2nd, 2020, these past 13 months, it's been real crazy. You know, um, think about sports and, you know, everything, everything, everything. And the one thing that I can say about this current state and time is, it's forcing people to be creative because people are quarantined in their homes, you know, unless you're essential. And I mean, people are still, you know, going out, hanging out, but people are really staying home for the most part, you know, and it's forcing you to be creative. People have to figure out how to spend, you know, 24 hours on end back to back to back to back to back in the house, keeping yourself occupied and not going crazy in the process. And it's not easy, but it's not hard. One thing to do, and this will help you, you know, as far as, you know, being patient and things of that sort, help you get through it is doing yoga. You know, as Kobe said, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Man, we lost a legend right there. But how Kobe said, oh, you really stretched that with a Beacom yoga stretch. Do some Beacom yoga stretches. Might feel better about yourself. Do some breathing exercises. You know, watch a kid play the game after, you know, he does his schoolwork. Don't be mad. If, and, and this is one thing, parents. Don't be mad if your kid has done all of his work. If he starts at nine and he's done by 1 p.m., don't get mad that he didn't get done at 2.30, 3 o'clock, even if everything isn't right. You don't get mad at that kid. Your kid is not like the rest of these kids. And that's the problem with schools is because they teach all of these kids the same thing and the same curriculum and Every kid in there is unique and they're different in their own special way. That's why I really kind of appreciate my high school, even though it wasn't the greatest education. I got a quality education and I worked on a level of my own. I didn't work my you know, main subjects, reading, writing, arithmetic, along with everyone else. Everyone was on their own level. We worked independently out of workbooks, but we had elective classes as well. But um, don't get mad at your kids for finishing six hours of work in a three or four hour span. Think about the GED. That's four years of high school in six hours. Four parts to the test. Six hours. So don't get mad at your kids, man. Applaud them. Uplift them. Spend some time with them. You know, going over the work. You might learn something. You dumb mother. We're going to block that. Yeah, man. Um, dang, I'm just glad to be back. You know, uh, 
sitting up, had to work last night into the early morning, late nights, early mornings, no Marsha Ambrosius. You know, I was sitting here with uh, my brother and uh, his friend, you know, before I started recording this, he and I were gonna do it together, but he had to get his friend home. You know, she's a little tired, a little drunk, but I ain't, you know, I ain't saying nothing. I live in a glass house and my gap was broken. <laughs> Cause I'm, <sighs> whatever though. But um, yeah, man. So like I said, it's forcing everyone to be creative. I've been um thinking about my next moves. My next moves will be chess moves and they'll be my best moves. We'll have the uh, cooking show coming in the near future. Definitely looking for sponsorship for that. You know, I'm starting to get this production down pat. Working on uh, my mini cookbook. You know, we're going to have maybe like 15 to 20 different recipes for various foods. A couple of vegetarian dishes. Possibly some vegan dishes. But I also want to uh, incorporate my youngest son. want to do a cooking show that caters to everyone. But it caters to kids, but it's like family oriented. You know, it'll be a... Uh, Chef Smilito and the Smilster. <laughs> well, that's what we'll call it. You know, me and my youngest son. You know, he swears uh, he can cook better than me at 12, almost 13 years old. But he'll also tell you that uh, he learned how to cook from me. And the student will never surpass the teacher, the instructor. Y'all know how that goes, though. Excuse me. I was parched again, needed some more water. This show is going to get better with time, just like fine wine. It gets better with time. Number one, I have to uh, find my co-host. I have an idea of who I want. I want two co-hosts, but I really want one steady co-host and episode to episode basis. If needed, we'll bring in that third co-host or that special guest. You know, we want to uplift people. We want to give you the flowers when you can smell them. Not when you, you know, dead and congested, you know, so we want to bring people in to promote their brands and their movements, you know, whatever you're doing. Like if, if I'm feeling it, I can promote it, even if I'm not feeling it. Just the fact that you out here, you're trying to do something to better yourselves and back to getting creative. I challenge everyone to be creative. You know, um, I've thought of a clothing line, the uh, the cooking show. Also was considering um, something else I was thinking of. I can't even think of it right now. And of course, you know, um, for some of you who don't know and some of you who do, I rap. You know, I've been rapping forever. You know, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but just know I've been rapping for more than 20 years. You know, I get it in. I'm nice. You know, and I still compete with the best of them, you know, and I slaughter the worst of them and I kill the rest of them. <laughs> I ain't worried, though. Shouts out to my man, Big Lee, Lee Royal, Big Grizzly, Lee Majestic, Starving Art Us Entertainment, Tom Chases. Tom don't wait for nobody. Want y'all to always remember that the sands of the hourglass are constantly, constantly moving and dropping and dripping. You know, life is like an arcade game, man, a video game. But, you know, eventually your quarter runs out. You only get one life in this motherfucker. This ain't no dress rehearsal. This shit right here is the real deal. So if this pandemic hasn't been enough to wake you up, let the words that I speak into your ears right now be enough to wake you up. Step all of yo, step your game all the way up. You know, um, you gotta be like, 
I'm gonna give y'all a, a, another Kobe Bryant story. Once again, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bean Bryant, rest in peace. Rest in peace, rest in peace to uh, Gia Bryant as well and everyone else who perished in that horrific, horrific, horrific helicopter crash. But uh, Jason Williams, point guard, played at Duke, Jay Williams, drafted by the Bulls, career ended abruptly due to a motorcycle accident. Mm. So, um, excuse me, smoking a cigarette as well, y'all. So the Bulls playing L.A. in L.A. Jay Williams comes to the gym, he get his shots off. He work out, say, like an hour, hour and a half. Blase, blase. Said he finished working out. Kobe still working out. Later that night, game, Kobe dropped 40 something, maybe 50 on the Bulls. So after the game, Jay Will came up, was like, Kobe, like, you know, you know, you, I, I finished my workout. He was still working. Like, what make you work so hard? He's like, because I saw you come in and I wanted you to know that. You will not outwork me. You know, I will do anything to work harder than you. You know, that's the, they say the Mamba mentality, but that's the Jordan jewel. You know, like people like that, you know, one of a kind, like you don't get too many of them. So I challenge everybody to be the one, you be that person. You know what I mean? Have the Mamba mentality. Like you won't beat me. Like I'm going to win. I'm going to succeed. I will be successful. I will elevate. I will uplift. I will grow. I plant the seeds to this tree. We sprout. You plant this seed today. It might only be, you know, a little stem and some leaves in a couple months. But imagine five, ten years from now what that tree is going to be. That apple tree that's feeding every all the little kids in the neighborhood in the summer. You know what I mean? Or that 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 grape vineyard. You know, that strawberry patch, that cornfield. You know, whatever it takes, man. You know, things like that are important. And it doesn't sound crazy now due to the pandemic, because especially back to the uh, the meat factories and the, they're saying it's going to affect the food and the shortage. You know, um. That's why we all need to grow our own foods, grow our own herbs, you know, get out here and, and toil the land. Get your hands dirty. Turn your thumbs green. Get that green thumb. Get that green thumb, y'all. And those are things that you can pass on to your kids, your grandkids, nieces, nephews, blase, blah, whatever. Also, um, get y'all some hunting rifles. Learn how to hunt. Learn how to shoot, get you a hunting license, you know, but get you a couple hunting rifles. You go to Dick's, you can even buy guns at Walmart in certain uh, certain parts of this country. Get you some hunting rifles, some slingshots. Always keep rope, duct tape, compass, all that type stuff. Survival, man. Sink or swim, what you going to do? Survival out here, man. Survival of the illest. It's crazy, man. We living in some crazy times, but no matter how crazy things are, because like I said, my personal opinion, I don't want to call it an opinion, my personal thoughts as far as the subject goes is as I stated, is as I stated, this is a smoke screen. If you don't know what smoke screen means, look it up. Google that shit. <laughs> we living in the uh, day of information. 
You know, it's right there in the palm of your hand, literally. These ain't MapQuest days. You had to print the shit out on the computer and read it while you're driving. Get lost three exits down. You know, this is the, the information age. But um, it's a smokescreen, man. I just don't know what it's a smokescreen for. Maybe this is a ploy for Trump to stay in office and it's all going to disappear. Um, one of my friends from middle school said something. A fellow chef shouts out to uh, Adrian D. Tasties. Tasty D. You know what I mean? She doing a thing in Baltimore on the catering tip. Make sure y'all look out for her. She definitely, you know, definitely on a, a A game. But she mentioned something that's very important. They are trying to introduce a new vaccine so that way they can put it into the schools, make it a requirement for the kids. Certain jobs will make it a requirement. Like I work in a kitchen in the hospital and it's a requirement for me to take a flu shot once a year. So why wouldn't they make it a requirement for me to take a coronavirus vaccine once a year? Or maybe it's once every six months or once every three months. We don't know what the long-term effects of this is going to be. But it's crazy, though. Like, we really living in some crazy times. None of us could have fathomed that this would happen. Even up till the day before people started shutting down the cities and states and, you know, certain businesses have closed down. Even up until the day before, none of us could have imagined. We could have we couldn't have ever thought that we would be living in a state of panic that we live in right now. Hence the word pandemic, pan being the uh, base of that word. It's a state of panic, man. People going crazy, buying up all the toilet paper. You know, um, now people are really buying more of the cleaning supplies and, you know, whatever foods they can get their hands on. Like I said, man, survival, man. You know, um, sink or swim. <laughs> That's the theme for the next six months to a year, sink or swim. You know, you can't swim. You bizzown the drizzown, baby. So like I said, I need everyone. I challenge you all. Step your game up. You gotta elevate yourself. Elevate your game all the way up. You know, it's crazy, but it is what it is. All right, so we're a little more than 30 minutes into this episode supposed to be the test run but this is actually the return of smileito aka the smilester appearing courtesy of broken hip-hop baltimore featuring us niggas that can't rap and the thoughts that we're fucking uh thank you all thank you all for listening thank you all for the likes for the shares you know um uh, welcome feedback. Feel free. You can email me at asmiley713 at gmail.com. Any hip hop R&B artists in Baltimore or anywhere in this country or world for that matter. Looking for features. You can hit me up. Email me at ambitionbeats at gmail.com. That's A-M-B-I-S-H-I-N-B-E-A-T-S at gmail.com. I thank you all for listening. Tune in. Be on the, can't say look out, be on the hear out. Be on the listen for the uh, next episode of Smiley Toes Way. Coming a lot sooner than 13 months. And we'll have a more, you know, uh, our show will be a little more formatted. You know, a little more organized. And possibly have a co-host or a special guest or two. 
and as I stated earlier, we have the visuals coming. You know, uh, look out for uh, you know interviews and you know music promoting artists and poets and chefs and whomever else. I just want to see everybody win because at the end of the day, we can all shine, shine on them. So uh, until next time, I'm signing out. It's your boy Ambition, the Mastermind, aka Smileyto. A.K.A. The Smilester. Smiley toes way. And we out.